Hello, my praying people, and welcome to our prayer clinic podcast. I want to spend a little time today reflecting on what happened at church yesterday. I don't know about you, but Sundays are, um, they're a great day, aren't they? I mean, isn't it cool that on Sundays the people of God get together in the house of God to worship God, to lift up His name, and to be um, encouraged by truth that's being spoken into their lives. And our day yesterday was extra special because as a part of our month of prayer emphasis, and we're in the month of January when I'm recording this podcast, Tom and I delivered the message together in the service, and we delivered a message that we called, it's got a long title, it was unburdened by unleashing the power of prayer in the church. And um, in our message, I was reminded of just how unique it is that God's church is an unstoppable force in the world today because God has given us the gift of unity through His own Spirit. And He's also given us the privilege of prayer. And when we exercise this privilege of prayer, God genuinely does in and through us what we cannot do in and through ourselves. Now, you got to understand that I say that not just because it sounds good or because the Bible says so. I say it because coming up next Sunday, my husband Tom and I will celebrate 33 years at Thompson Station Church. It's the only church we've served. Um, together as a couple full-time outside of uh, seminary when we graduated way back in 1980, me in 88 and he in 89. No, I guess he graduated in December of 88 and then we came here in January of 89. And in all of our years of ministry, if you were to, to press, well, and I've heard Tom say it many times, the two things he'd say are the hardest thing for the church to do, but the most important things for the church to do are evangelism and prayer. And um, we can do a lot of other things. In fact, a lot of churches do a lot of things. And we do a lot of other things to support these things. But these are the most important things we do. And um, through the years, because I grew to realize that, oh my goodness, when we're praying, we have a lot less conflict. We have a lot less disunity. We have a lot less um, confusion. When we're praying, things seem to work. Like just everybody works together and um, places that are closed to us open up. Like most recently, one of the biggest things that has opened are the doors to our high schools and our um, church staff and our interns and even our students that go to those schools are finding so much favor in their schools to have freedom to share Jesus. In fact, we've got chaplains on several of the area school, high school football teams that are our youth ministry staff. So anyway, it's just when we pray, like we see the direct correlation between when we're praying and when these doors are opening. And just last year in 2021, when everybody's still trying to figure out how to even do church kind of post-COVID, our church baptized more people than we've ever baptized in one year before. And that doesn't even make sense that that went on in that particular year. And then we also, another miraculous thing is we collected more money last year than we ever have before. Now we're not running quite as many people in person as we were pre-COVID, 
but um, nonetheless, uh, money is flowing. People are being baptized. Um, other people are joining small groups. There's such an excitement amongst all of the people who work on our staff. There's a unity with each other. We talked a lot about that in our message yesterday. So anyway, I'm just saying the proof is in the pudding. If you will be a house of prayer like Jesus wants you to be, if your church will be a house of prayer, then you don't have to worry about anything else. God's going to take care of doing what he wants to do in and through your congregation. And um, that's that's just the facts. <laughs> and that's why I'm so passionate about um, letting churches know that we have a prayer ministry model that will work anywhere. And it is the prayer clinic ministry. The prayer clinic is simply like um, if you wrap your head around the concept of the urgent care center. It's the place where people who have needs can come and those needs can be met by people of faith who believe that God hears and answers us when we pray. And so people with needs come to the prayer clinic and they're met by men and women who are prepared to pray over that specific need and to speak God's word into those circumstances and to reassure the person that's coming for prayer that God's got this. And in fact, what we have and the reason the prayer clinic ministry is so much fun is because it's so easy to set up and use in your church. We actually provide, the prayer clinic um, ministry provides you with scripture prayer cards that address most of the needs people come with. We have 11 different scripture prayer cards that address the needs that people come for prayer. And then we also have um, bracelets that say, God's got this. And the idea is that somebody comes to you for prayer, you pray with them, you leave them with this prayer card so that they can continue praying God's word into their circumstances. And you put on their wrist a little bracelet that reminds them that God's got this. But then the neatest thing about the prayer clinic ministry is that after the people are gone and they're not with you physically, you can continue to have a prayer relationship with them through um, connecting with them online. We have what we have called the prayer clinic hub. And the hub is our place where we place all of the people we're praying for and all of their prayer requests. And we connect them with the team members that are praying for them. And in the hub, we can keep a running tally and an update of what God's doing in their lives as related to their prayer request. So instead of people coming and saying, hey, would you pray for me? And we are like, yeah, we'll pray for you. And then them going their merry way, they come and say, hey, would you pray for me? We're like, yes, we will pray for you. And we intend to keep praying for you until God's answer comes. And by the way, we know that God will answer this prayer because he tells us in his word he'll do so. And so we enter into an ongoing relationship. One of the such relationships comes to my mind right now, and it's a woman that I've ever not actually not ever even met in person. She's a friend of my daughter's, and um, her husband got sick with a brain tumor, 
And my daughter um, told her about the prayer clinic, and and her her friend contacted us through internet and requested prayer. And so we have been praying for her for I think it's going on two years maybe for her and her husband as they've been walking through this very scary time. And in that way, we've had this ongoing encouraging relationship with her and um, have been able to speak God's truth into her life at various times. And I'm hoping and I'm, I'm pretty sure some of those times prompted by the Spirit of God have been at just the right time. You know, that kind of thing. So. It's a ministry, the prayer clinic is a ministry of encouragement, but it's also a ministry, it's like a laboratory for your people to see that God is serious when he invites us to pray, and that he's still in the business of being involved in the details of our lives, um, even now, that wasn't just a season for Jesus to do that when he was walking on earth, but God wants to do that all the time. So yesterday we had an open house and we invited um, people from other churches to come and see how our prayer clinic ministry operates. And they got there about 30 minutes before our first service started. And we fed them a little breakfast and got to know each other and let them get to know one another. So they were, um, I'm sure, able to share some about what they're doing in their various churches in the area of prayer ministry. And then during our first service, our um, special guest from outside just joined our prayer clinic ministry team. They prayed with them during the service. They got to participate when people came for prayer and they got to see the prayer appointment happen and pray with the people, see how we use our prayer cards. And then um, they actually attended our second service where they got to experience our worship and our, our teaching time where Tom and I shared the message together and then at the end of the service they got to see how the people just respond to the message and come to the altar for prayer with our prayer clinic team members and then other prayer partners that serve at the altar on Sundays and after that service they um, stayed for lunch and during lunch we were able to talk to them about how we have recruited our team, how we've trained our team, and how we've released our team, and then just how vital this is because we had a couple of team members actually stay for lunch and share different stories that were very special to them in um, this ministry. So it was a great day. It was just a lot of fun, and we're looking forward to helping these churches get prayer clinic ministries started in their church too. So I wanted to tell you about that just so you would know what the prayer clinic ministry is kind of about. And I wanted to let you know that we're going to have some virtual prayer open house, prayer clinic open houses. We made video yesterday while we were doing this. And so we're going to put together a virtual prayer clinic open house so that even if you're too far away from Middle Tennessee, to come and see us and spend a Sunday morning with us, you can still um, get an idea and see what the prayer clinic ministry looks like and what it is like. And so I'll let you all know when we get that virtual prayer clinic open house up online. But here's the bottom line. I believe that the most important thing the church can do is worship the Lord in spirit and in truth and hurl ourselves before him in prayer. 
I think that when we um, pray, when we humble ourselves, and when we seek His face in prayer, that God is eager to reach down from heaven and release the healing that he has for us. In fact, he tells us this in Second Chronicles 14. They actually say, If my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and turn from their wicked ways and seek my face and pray, then I will hear from heaven and I will heal their land. So my friends, if you're a part of a church and your church is not praying, I want to encourage you to um, find out why not and then find out who it is that God has put in your congregation that has the um, calling to urge your people to pray and then introduce them to the resources we have at the prayer clinic ministry because we are here to mobilize your people to pray. So anyway, just I'm excited about that open house we just had. I am excited about the possibility of starting a prayer clinic in your church and you being able to watch and see what happens when we pray. Thanks for listening today. It's been a lot of fun. And um, y'all just keep praying, my praying people. <laughs>